Welcome back to another episode of Two Average Husbands. I'm your host, Jake. And I'm your host, Kyle. Welcome back, everybody, and welcome back to me, because I'm back, too, after a week away on a little bitty vacation, which was fantastic. Jake, why don't you go ahead and start us off? Tell us what you're drinking. I'm going to start this week off with... I haven't picked my beers yet. <laughs> All right, well, while Jake is figuring out what he wants to drink, I'm going to start off with... <clears throat> Epidemic Ales, uh, Summer Snowdrift. It is an American citrus wheat beer that is some percentage that I'm not sure about. 5.5. Epidemic. Carly says, bing bong. In the bing chat. bong. Fuck your life. Uh, I'm going to drink a beer called Too Many Jakes. It's a good one. Um, so it's a, it's a collaborative brewery. Collaborative beer between... I'm hearing like a weird echo on my fucking computer and I don't know why. There we go. I fixed it. Um, it is a collaborative beer between two breweries that are near us, Workforce Brewing and Penrose Brewing. And between their two brewery teams, they have five different people that are named Jake, which is how the name came to be. But this is a Belgian style wit beer with red pomelo. Did you say wit? Wit beer. W-I-T. What the fuck know. does that mean? It's witty. There it is. Wit beer. Uh, with red pomelo, blood orange, and rhubarb. Uh, this does not say a percentage, but I hope it's good. I have another one. My friend's uh, going to teach me how to make candles and oh, yeah? turn, turn the can into a candle. Just oh, yeah. It's got yeah, my yeah, name yeah. on it. Yeah. There's She's a. Doing... We have a bush latte candle from. Uh... Fuck, what's the. Uh, God damn it. Ray gun. Uh, we bought it while we were back in Iowa. Nice. I love that. Big bush latte. I think it's just sitting guy. in a candle somewhere. I don't think we've actually... Or sitting in a candle. Sitting in a closet somewhere. I don't think we've used it. That checks. All right. I'm not 100% positive, but I'm pretty sure it's your turn to go first. Yeah, but you skipped a week. Yeah, but that means it's your turn. All right, all right. Hold on. Let me get a fun fact of the day. Uh... Also, while everybody's hopping into this here podcast... We are up in the Discord if you want to chat with us there. Other than, than that, you can also comment live with us on YouTube and Twitch. Follow along on the video on Twitter, but you will not be able to join the chat. All right. When they created the movie E.T., the way that they created the walking sound effect for E.T. was by somebody squishing their hands in jelly. That's awesome. I, I think movie sound effects is probably one of the most creative jobs that you could have. Oh, it so much is. <clears throat> I, I can't remember where I was, probably in a class or something at some point in time, and they showed like a video about the sound effects created in movies. And the way that they do it is pretty incredible. Like It's the most random shit, and it's got to be people that are just like walking around in life, and they hear something, and they're like, you know what that kind of sounds like? And then they like jot it yeah. down. And then no, use 100%. It later. You know, it's just crazy how, how creative those people can be with that. Because like lightsabers the... were originally... Like somebody smacking against like a telephone wire, I think. Yeah, it's crazy. I could be wrong about that, or it was like something like that. Like the original sound effect for the lightsaber was something that like that. Yeah, I mean that's also a lot like, um, like the videos of like Charlie Puth where he'll like flip a light switch and then he's like, "I'm going to turn this into the beat of a song," and then now it's my new single. He did the coffee cup one on Fallon, I think. Yeah, that one was really good. Uncle Kyle says, "Fun fact: there are over 200 flavors of Kit Kat in Japan." If we didn't talk about that on this podcast, it's very random that you you said that because I was at work the other day and some guy that I work with mentioned that. I think we were... Oh, it was because I was talking about Haichus. And then we got... Talk, so we started getting talking about how like different countries have different candies and because I love pineapple Haichus, which you can really only find in Hawaii as far as like the United States territory. And uh, he was like, oh, well, you need to go to Japan and try out all these fucking things. And he mentioned the Kit Kat. Like, I think there's like a whole store that's just Kit Kats in Japan. Love it. All right, Crazy. here we go. I went. I decided to start off with something a little bit easy this week. I pulled the JWB Discord. Okay. Perks of having 500 people at my disposal. 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 It's, it's been a long fucking day, guys. I spent $14,000 today. Um, not really. I financed it. Um, anyways, <laughs> we're going to play a little game of underrated, overrated, perfectly rated. Okay. The first one that was requested, amusement parks. Underrated, overrated, or perfectly rated? 
Um, can you be more specific? Like the experience of going to an amusement park. I know what you're talking about, but I mean like what park? Uh, because there are, this is not an, this isn't a categorical question to me. This is a, which theme park or amusement park are you talking about? Because there are some that are really bad and really overhyped and there are really good ones. You got to do it all in one. We're going to make it categorical. Properly rated. Point. Properly rated? If I have to lump in the shitty ones with the good ones, I'll say properly. I would slay, say slightly overrated. I would actually go slightly under before I'd go over. I think they're a little overrated. But I'm but also a big roller coaster bitch. I love roller coasters. I do too, but so many parks you go to, you have to like either plan your day perfectly or pay it for a fa- like a fast pass to get on pay all the, the rides pass. you want to get on. I will, but... That's an extra cost that's added. I've never done it because uh, Carly isn't as big into roller coasters as I am. And so if we go somewhere, I'll just go to the mm. single rider lane and they yeah. go pretty quick. It's basically like having that makes sense. Fast pass. Uncle Kyle asks the new car or home upgrades for the probably for the $14,000 that I had to spend. It's for home upgrades. I yeah. have to replace my AC unit and furnace and duct work in the house. So that's fun. Next up, boardwalks. Uh, overrated way overrated i went to the one i went to venice beach uh and went to the boardwalk there and i was like i just felt like i was gonna catch tetanus what's the one in chicago uh navy pier navy pier navy, navy pier is pretty cool kind of sure there's at but least like, stuff there i don't know why but i feel like that got so fucking hyped up for me and when i was a kid we would go to vacation in the midwest like midwesterners so we would just go to somewhere else in the midwest and so we went to chicago and we went to navy pier and it's like yeah it's a fucking pier which I would define yeah. that as a boardwalk as well, right? It's not like yeah, it's same kind of thing. It's a boardwalk, so that's like um, the Jersey Shore for me. That's a boardwalk to me. To be fair, I haven't been to the East Coast like at all, so I am very unfamiliar with like real boardwalks. So I don't have much to say about it, but it's probably very similar to like any other tourist trap when you go out there, where it's yeah. like cheap fucking gift shops and t-shirt yep. stores and all that kind of yep. shit. Yeah, it's uh, it's oh, pretty right. overrated. Pretty easy on that one uh carnivals slash fairs um i'm actually going to separate this one because i think carnivals are very overrated but i think like fairs i think are wildly underrated like, like your state lo- fairs like your state fairs your sit like the sandwich fair is a big one here in illinois they have like legitimate country stars that like come and perform and it's fucking five bucks to get in like i will it's say a that good deal. the fair experience contained to just like normal fair things is way overrated way overrated they got roller coasters they got games they got food they got they don't have roller coasters they They have have roller coasters pop up shitty rides that are like full of tetanus and probably gonna fall apart and kill you exactly that's why i like it nah nah the ride when i was a kid i lived for the fair or the i guess really for us it was a um like a festival i don't know what the fuck Mm. you'd call it it was Sturgis Falls for me because I'm from yeah. Sturg- I don't even know. I don't even remember why they called it that. But anyway, when we would do that, it was literally like the fair experience meant everything to me because of the social aspects of it when I was a kid. Because all Attracts, the other kids yeah. would go, right? So like it was spread across a couple city blocks and you'd walk around and all you would do is find your friends, fuck around, socialize and mess around, you know, just like have a good time. And then you go as an adult and you're like, this is hot. I have to stand in the sun. The music's usually pretty shitty at most. There are some that have really good concerts attached. The Jones County Fair being one of them. It's amazing. Gets really great country artists in Iowa. Doesn't make any sense because it's in Monticello. So they probably pay well. Maybe. Anyway, um, other than that, like the food, I guess, would be the one aspect that I would say is probably like properly rated because fair food's really fucking good. It's so good. So bad for you, but so good. But for the most part, I think if you're if we're talking like a carnival type amusement style fair not very good if it's like themed properly like i'm gonna go back to iowa for irish fest this year because irish fest is amazing and that is like carnival i guess you could call it but it's all specific to irish right so they play awesome yeah. irish music gaelic storm goes every year and they're a great irish band the food is fucking phenomenal they do stupid weird irish games that you can get entertained by and then everything else about it is pretty much normal stupid fair shit like cheap tacky gifts and everything like that let me know when that is, because maybe I'll make a trip out to Iowa for that, because yeah, I'm Irish me. as hell. First so. week of August. 
Violet in the chat says overrated on fares. It's hot. It stinks. That's yeah, fair. True. They also mention anywhere I have to buy tickets and then use those tickets to buy things. I'm out. I semi agree with that. If you're exchanging tickets for, okay, this is where I draw the line with the ticket experience. Tickets are fine. If you're going to use a ticket for a ride. Like, I understand that yeah. because you don't want to give your kids like a bunch of cash or whatever, you know, like you just hand them tickets and it's fine, right? Like, that's okay to me. That is a, an exchange that works. What doesn't work to me is when you make me go buy tickets to buy beer or when you make me buy tickets to buy food, just yeah. fucking take a credit card or cash. Like, yeah. And if you don't want to deal with cash, take a fucking credit card. Do not make me go to a separate tent to buy tickets so that I can exchange those tickets for beer. Like, I know, but okay, so... A lot of the reason why they do that is so that the people that are leaving the like the stands when the night ends, they don't have to either le- make the decision of leaving the cash there or transporting ten, twenty, thirty thousand dollars. Sometimes take credit cards. Yeah, I, I'm aware that cash. that's an option now, but people still want to spend cash on stuff. So tell them to fucking grow up. Uncle si- Uncle Kyle comes in the chat and he says tickets for beer is the only acceptable use. I totally disagree with that. And then this is where they get you too. This is part of the problem, right? Because you're still expected to tip, right? Yeah. So now you have to carry cash anyway. So now you have to carry tickets and cash. And on the side of it, the problem is, is they blanket like categories of beer for the same price via ticket, right? Which I guess you could argue is probably the same thing that they would do with cash. Like they'd have like a premium and a domestic or something like that. But I feel like you get trapped into giving away like $10 worth of tickets for any beer on their shitty menu. And it's like just... yeah. Give me some cheap bullshit beer that I can get for like five bucks, which nobody will probably ever do again. Violet, how many tickets will I need? Do I buy too many? Do I go back? It's a disaster. That is That's one thing I do agree with. Yeah, yes. if you end up with leftover tickets at the end of it. Yeah, you're like handing out tickets. And you have you're, two like, and you're like, now I got to go buy another ticket so I can have one more beer. Stupid. Yep. All right, I'll agree with you there. All right. Next up, concerts. Overrated, underrated, perfectly rated. This might be controversial, but I'm going to say concerts are a little overrated. That is controversial, I think. I would say perfectly rated. I think the concert experience is good. It's better, I think, when you're younger. Because you have the stamina and the wherewithal and the fucking give a shit enough to like fight your way to the front, right, for that experience. As an adult, probably not going to really do that. Which means I'm going to end up sitting pretty far back and yep. not really see that great. And So I went to a country concert not that long ago. And when I went, we had like decent seats off to the side. It was fine. But for the most part, like we're not in the experience for the concert. We're just still watching from a distance, which was cool. But it's like the hype's like a little too much. That being said, if I go to a band that I'm like dying to see, I'll probably still work my way to the front and like have a great time. And I'm about to go to a country music festival and not too long. And I'm going to fucking go hand there and I'm gonna have a great time. So, um, that Uncle is Ky- part of the problem too. Like if you take yeah. any cost into consideration with fucking Uncle Kyle said that concert prices are out of control and they're overrated. So yes. And not only are concerts overpriced, but the fucking manipulation for like events that is coming from places like Ticketmaster and StubHub and shit like yep. that is like it's disgusting. So I, I saw an artist, I don't even remember who it was. I think it's some like um probably lesser known artist, maybe not. I don't fucking know. Anyway, I saw a famous artist of some level say that they were just going to sell tickets at the door for their concert because they're like cutting out Ticketmaster and all that bullshit. They're like, fuck it. I'm not dealing with this. Fuck those people. I'm going to sell tickets at, at point of sale for the venue. Stadium concerts, <laughs> overrated, not worth it. Local punk shows down in Ybor City, underrated. That's fair. I think I think like smaller venue shows, I think they get a bad rap, but I think smaller venue shows are way better than stadium shows. And I've seen like especially here in Chicago, we get like the United center, we get the all state arena. We get, um, like if you count amphitheaters in that experience too, though, I think amphitheaters are fun. Um, but like going to into Chicago and going to like house of blues or going to bottom lounge, like that's infinitely better and way more fun for me than going to like a stadium show. That's fair. But if we have to lump them all together, which you told me I had to do, it is the the experience kind of levels out because I do agree with you. Like if you, if you break it up, stadium concerts kind of blow. Yeah. Like, unless you pay a lot of money to have a really, really freaking good seat. But if it's a small venue, a local venue, uh, I was gone for work for a little while. And while I was gone, I went to this random ass like music concert 
and there was some like trippy like synth band that was playing in like this tiny little venue and it was it was pretty freaking awesome like i had a great time uh it was just like me and this other dude and we were just sitting there like oh this is kind of trippy this is cool you know like just it was fun but um but yeah if it would have been in like a larger venue it would have been lame yeah uncle kyle spent a hundred bucks to take his kick kid to monster jam on saturday and tickets were 35 dollars each yeah 30 dollars in fees and taxes and stuff it definitely makes the experience a little bit lesser yeah, and then I'll, i want one last one just because yeah, i want you your opinion it. on it just because i'm stressed home ownership uh, overrated uh, i actually think it's i think it's perfectly rated i really do think there's a lot of benefits to it but where i'm sitting right now having to upgrade some things that i was hoping i could at least milk for another year i don't think that um I don't know that I really see the hype. Like, I don't, I mean, and by that, I mean, I don't like hear people hype the experience of homeownership up that much. I think people encourage it because it's financially the right decision depending on the market. But I don't know if I hear people be like, fuck it, owning a home is dope. You should own a home because it's cool. It's like, hey, you should own a home because it's a responsible decision if you want to have money that you're not wasting and pouring down the drain. Because Cause that's the end of it, right? Like that's the whole argument is like, don't waste your money on rent, buy a house yeah. so you can have equity. And like, that is a smart decision to make if it makes sense for you financially at the moment, not a financial advisor. And if the market is good enough for you to get in there. So, um, I don't know that it, it is overhyped or overrated. I think it's, it's fine. It's yeah. I would be really honest with somebody if they're like, what's it like to own a house? I'd be like, sometimes it sucks. Sometimes it's dope. But either Here's way, cool I'm parts. not giving a fucking landlord my money. So Yeah, exactly. I'm not paying somebody else <laughs> to make money on the property that I live on besides the government because that's just what it be. Uncle Kyle pointed out in the chat, Bert Kreischer said arena shows are for the artist, not the consumer. That is true. Yeah, it makes sense. Um, I, especially, I heard him talking about it on Bustin' with the Boys, um, and he basically said, like, once you hit 90% capacity of your stadium or, like, 90 to sell out, especially on a stadium tour, you get like a cut of the door or like a larger cut of the door. Mm-hmm. And he's like for stadium shows, it's hundreds of thousands of dollars. So hundred yeah. percent it is for the artist, not the consumer. But that is all I have on this topic. Thank you to the JWB discord for throwing that one my way. Kyle, what's your first topic this week? You done with your beer? I, I can rate it. Not done with it, but well, we'll just wait then. We got time. I was just curious. Yeah, you're okay. definitely not done. I'm getting closer to the end of mine, which is why I asked. Okay. My first topic this week is Jake. Transport yourself to, with me. We're in an alternate universe. Okay. Both of us want children. Mm. Now we've had children. And Jake, <clears throat> would you rather have a dinner and sit down and have a long conversation with your great-great-grandparents or your great-great-grandchildren? Ooh. That's hard. It's hard from the world that I live in because I know that great grandchildren are never going to exist for me. So I have to like get yeah, that you out have to, of. You have to kind of try to level the perspective yeah. out into some sort of neutral stance on this. I think I'm going to go with my kids. Okay. S- or great, great, great grandkids, right? Great, great grandkids. Simply because I want to see how the world changes. I know how the world has changed. We have enough history on that. And like, I can read up on what the world was like 120, 150 years ago. Like as much as it'd be cool to see, you know, like the family that I came from and like that part of my family's history, it'd be cool to see, like to learn about a world that I'll never live in. Cause I live in the world as it sits right now. The world right now is really not like technologically speaking. It's very different from what it was a hundred plus years ago. Right. But like, is the world fucked in 120 years, 150 years, whatever it is? Like, yeah. does any change, any small little thing that I tried to do today, does that matter? Does it matter that I recycle? Or is the planet just fucked? Like, I think part of your argument, though, is like, could be made for the other side of this conversation, too, right? Like, you're like, I want to experience a world that I'll never be a part of. Well, great, great grandparents, right? We're talking pre your living situation, right? So, like, yeah. for me, that would be what the fucking. I don't know, twenties. What would that be? Maybe great, before that. Great, great grandparents. I'm trying to think of when my grandma was born. My great grandpa passed away when I was like five or six. That I remember, <clears throat> he was like ninety, so it was twenty, like nineteen tens. Okay, my grandma was born in forty, so let's just call it nineteen twenty. Say like her parents had kids at twenty. I don't know how old they were. 
So it'd be the, the 20s, right? Like that is an atmosphere in which I will never have an experience anything like that, right? <sighs> which is the same that could be said of now 2050 or yeah, I guess 2050 time frame. I don't know. But so my argument to that, that's kind of the crazy is, thing to think about too, right? Like great, great grandchildren could happen in your own lifetime. Yeah. You could be a great, great grandparent and realistically have that conversation. If you have a kid at 18 and they have a kid at 18 and they right. have a kid yeah. at 18, you're like 70. And even then, right? Like say like you have a kid in your early twenties and then you just have a long life. They have kids early and then like you're in your fucking nineties and then you get to meet your great grandchildren. First of all, like, you're probably not gonna have a legitimate conversation with them cause they're toddlers, but you know, yeah. you get to at least experience the world from there, from the world that they're going to experience. But okay. So back to that point of like, yes, I'm never going to live in the 1920s, but realistically, like you could make your world today similar in aspects to what it was in 1920. Like you can live a life of limited technology. You can live off the land more. You can, you know, some things you can recreate, but like you don't know what the world is going to be like in 120, 150 years. So in my mind, I would rather see like see that because again, I know what it was like 140 years ago, 120 years ago, whatever it may be. I know what the world is like. We have written history of the world like you there's people whose accounts we do have of what the world was like then yeah and but obviously we don't have time travel yet that we know of wink um so i don't know what it's like 120 150 years from now so i'd rather know what the future is like to really know if what i did in my life mattered at all that's kind of where i view it are you gonna have the okay before i'll I'll stop devil's advocating you for a moment and just say that i'm on the other side of this because and I think it depends a lot of on, you know, I think if you were very specific in saying like, hey, I could fast forward in time and see them at like in their 20s and like have this conversation with my great great grandchildren in their 20s when they've had some life experience and they have things to talk about and like have a legitimate conversation. But if if you bring it back any farther than that, right, like I don't really want to talk to teenagers. I don't really give a shit what they have to say. No offense. And like anything younger than that, like there's probably not enough life experience for me to have like a long, valuable conversation about it. It's probably mostly me talking. I am the great, great grandparent at that point, having the conversation, right. You know what I mean? And so for me, I think it'd be, I think there is so much more value to pull out of the conversation from your great, great grandparents, just based on the life experiences that they've had. Cause even if I go back, right, like say that they're just alive now at the age they were when they died, right? Like something like that, right? Like the life experience that they had is insane. Like, yeah, True. I, I think about it sometimes and it blows my fucking mind that my grandma was alive during World War II, right? Like, yeah, that's in fuck. That's insane. It's fucking insane. And like, if you were an adult during that time frame and we're actually experiencing that and experiencing the struggles of that life, you, there is like an unprecedented like level of experience that came out of that generation. So I think it'd be incredible to have that conversation. But the bigger thing for me is that I just, I truly don't know shit about my family. Yeah, that makes sense. Like my understanding of where I come from is very limited to people that I have known in my own lifetime, mm-hmm. right? Like I don't have an in-depth knowledge of like my ancestors on either side of my family. Like I do more on my mom's than my dad's, but either way, it's it's limited to almost nothing. And so I think it'd be really freaking incredible to be able to go and have those conversations and understand because then I can just skip out on all the middlemen and I can talk directly to the ancestors and figure yeah. out like, Hey, where did you come from? Tell me about like where this family has, you know, and like have those deep conversations and in better understanding without having to fucking right. Isn't that crazy? Uncle Kyle said his dad was born in 29. It's fucking insane. Yeah. When you think about that shit. It's, it is incredible. And it's, I don't know. It's, there is, I think there won't be a generation in the near future or in our lifetime past, like the, you know, our previous up until the nineties in both of our cases, there's not going to be another generation of people that have experienced what the people in the world war one and world war two generation experienced. Like, yeah, it's just not going to happen. And so I think even if you could read about history, there's so much different experience and you don't even need to have family members that like fought in the war. Right. They just experience like to talk about the lifestyle and those types of things that happened during that time frame is just, I think a wild perspective to get on, on life. Yeah. You talk about a a truly changing state of the world. And I think technology, right? Like the technology generation, which is really us. 
I would say. Us, we are kind of the prime, in my opinion. Millennials are like the prime of the technology generation because we we were able to experience both sides of it. Like all of us can remember that are my age or around my age can remember like working on without computers, right? Yeah. Like when I started school, I didn't have computers. That wasn't a thing. There weren't computers in the classroom. And in my lifetime, I have advanced now to having technology in my pocket that can do better than like just some incredible shit. Right. So I think we are in the prime of maybe some of the younger kids than us and maybe a little bit older than us, like eighties babies, maybe. And then like some early 2000 babies that are like, in the same boat at like a different level. Right. But like mm. that is the boom of our generation is technology. But then the like changing political and economic life scape or political and economic, whatever. I don't know. I don't have the right word for this right now. Ecosystem. That part of the world yeah. changed in the generation that happened before us. Uh, and our parents' generation, like the boomer generation, no offense, real boring. A little bit. Yeah. Not a lot there. But like our generation, and then their gen- like the their parents' generation is is pretty awesome, and then previous. That's anyway, fair. that's a long winded explanation of why I'd rather talk to my great great grandparents than great great grandchildren. But I do understand like I probably underestimate the level of change that's going to occur from our generation down to the generation of great great grandchildren of of our um, you know people our age. Yeah. And I can definitely see where you're coming from with it too. Cause like r- my family has like a really good record of where we came from and who came over when and who came from where, yeah, like have we have a really good history of that. So for me, it's like, I feel like I already know a lot of this stuff and like, I don't know. I just feel like it'd be cool to see, especially for me. Cause like, I know my great grandchildren will never exist, let alone my great, great grandchildren. Right. So for me, it's a cool hypothetical of being like talking to people that just never existed in my mind. Yeah. Uncle Kyle, I don't remember when you were born. I think, what is Uncle Kyle? In his 40s? He is, I think he... Did you just turn 40? Are you 40? 83? 84? Late 30s? Early 40s? 82? I don't remember. Uncle Kyle, throw it out in the chat. Because I, I would argue that the 80s generation is a part of what I'm talking about. Like, I think the, that people born in the 80s have experienced that on a slightly different scale than we have, but generally speaking, it's it's similar to the 90s babies. Yeah. 80. It really is. Yeah. I, think, I knew it. Ha, yeah. I think the 80s and 90s have had a similar experience. Um, I think 80s kids might have even had, like, a harder time transitioning within that technological world just because, especially early 80s, because if you think about it, like, they probably finished school before there was computers in school. Some of them still. Yeah. I mean, if you went to school and you didn't have computer, like I had computers in my, in it also depends on where I, you live. I think lived, I did in like we had computers in elementary school, maybe like fourth grade. Right. Like, so it happened obviously in my lifetime, this yeah. happened, but I think it was before fourth grade ish. And even then, right. It wasn't like you had laptops or computers in every classroom. It was like, there were computers in the library that you could go use to look up the card catalog for your library's yeah. fucking books. Right? Like, I mean, it was limited access. Like the internet wasn't that fucking useful <laughs> at the time. Yeah. Fair. Very so, fair. Anyway. It's a good question. Thank you. I like it. Appreciate it. I feel like I should thank Carly for it. I feel like most of these topics come from Carly at this point. Yeah. The next one that I have today was from me, but uh, almost everything else on my list for the next while is from Carly. <laughs> But that Perfect. one was from her. So, yeah, you can shout out her. Thanks, Carly. Shout out, Carly. All right, Kyle. Rate your beer. Um, 3.0. It's fine. Yeah, I'm going with the same. From a, like a citrus wheat standpoint, it tastes like a citrus wheat. Yep. Which are phenomenal nothing, beers. Great day beers. But there's nothing standout about it. Yeah. It almost has I, like a little bit of an IPA, like a hoppy vibe to it, which I don't like. Mine also does. Mine was good. Like, same kind of thing. I'm glad I drank it. But, like, I'm also not upset that this is, like, a limited release. Like, I'm not going to re-crave this beer, yeah. really. So. But it's got my name on it, so I had to buy it. Yes. Carly, we also had the old Beige Max. Good old. And then we got the Color Max. <laughs> oh, yeah. When I was in, like, 8th grade, maybe? 7th grade? I don't know. With, like, the blue or green or whatever color back. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. They had multicolors, like, blue, green, yeah, and yeah, orange. Yeah. Some, I don't know. They're all kind of crazy shit. 
but yeah, there was, and I think part of it was just like, not to go back into my own topic, but I think part of the lack of technology in my school is just because the school didn't probably find value in it. It's not that computers didn't exist when I was in elementary school. It's yeah. just, they weren't like valuable necessarily uh, in the well, eyes of the school system we, yet. So like I we was, were in the generation that we were told that we needed to know cursive for the rest of our fucking life. Yeah, true. Yeah. And that nobody would ever let you, nobody will ever let you use a calculator in your real life. Do you ever yeah. remember getting told that? Yeah. I can't even believe that. Looking back, people, I, I so specifically remember teachers going, you're not going to be able to use a calculator all the time in your regular life, so you better know how to do math. It's like, yes, you should know how to do math. Thank you. But your point is so fucking far off. Yeah. Like, I've never had more access to a calculator. Like, bitch, I know you're using a calculator to grade my test. To grade my math test. You're not doing this in your head. Everywhere. <laughs> it is built into my phone. Sometimes I pull it out it's in meetings. Watch. <laughs> Honestly. Yeah. Uh, Fucking but... crazy. Yeah. All right. All right. What are you drinking next? I'm going to go with Goldfinger, and it's just their Pilsner. Sick. I'm drinking. They're a brewery out of Chicago that basically does like Pilsners, lagers. It's really all they do. They do gold beers, hence the Goldfinger name. I'm drinking from Berryessa Brewing Company, and it is just called Common Sense. Nice. It doesn't really even talk about it on here. It's a beer. It's a beer. It's common sense. It's common sense. You open it, it's a can of water. <laughs> Be hilarious. Oh, God damn it. God damn it. It's pissing. God damn, do that to me. Jesus. You ever seen that uh, little video clip? No. All right. I'm going to get some paper towels while Jake gives you an introduction to something else. And I'll be right back. This is the perfect time since Kyle needs this to take a, a fucking mess. Take a little break here to get this all cleaned up. As a reminder, in our, in our uh, description down below, we got that link tree. A couple important links in there. Obviously, all of our social media pages. <laughs> Carly, thank you for understanding the joke. I hope you've at least seen the video and you get the joke. If not, I'll send it to you and Kyle tonight, and both of you can maybe have a good laugh. Um, but it's a perfect time in the Discord or uh, the description down below. Link to our Discord. Hop in there, get some conversations going. Tell us what you want to hear. Tell us what you want to see us drink. Also in there, our Tabor link. Use that link. Sign up. Deposit ten dollars or buy some beer. We get some cash to buy some beer. It's a good trade. And it ships right to your door because when it gets to your door, you get beer. You put it in your fridge, delicious. Next up, also in there, a link to EchoVision Supplements. Use code Perry, P-A-R-R-Y, at checkout. Get 10% off. And then when you get 10% off, let me know how you like the product. We got a new release coming out this Saturday, I believe, the one-year anniversary of EchoVision. So make sure you get some supplements. Did you say we? We have a new release as if it's your company? I'm a, I am affiliated with them. So, yes, we. I am part of their company at this point. They pay me. So. Dude, I think the worst part about this is it fucking got into my mouse pad. So, not happy about that. Yeah, that's tough. Um, I need my cat to not step into this. So, we're going to slightly move him out of the way. Thank you, buddy. All right. Do you want me to introduce uh, topic number two while you... Yeah, go ahead. I'm still cleaning up, but... I'll All right. Fuck myself. So, Kyle, 30 years from now, what do you think we will look back on with nostalgia? Um, yeah, that's a good question, I guess, because I think I already like I'm trying not to just think about things that I already look on with nostalgia. Right. So. If you talk yeah, about you 30 years from now, it'll probably be like college for me, I guess, right? Carly says TikTok. Great answer. My instinct was Vine. College, I don't think I'm, I'll ever be we nostalgic already look on college. I think we already get... I'm, I'm just talking about like being college-aged, right? Like I'm going to look yeah. back and have nostalgia of my 20s, for example, or like my mid-20s, late-30s, or mid-20s to early-30s, I mean. That's what I'm going to look back on probably at that point in time. I'm not going to like, I'm not going to look back on fucking apps. Probably like we already no, like, have, we already have nostalgia of like Vine anyway. Like you said, like people already feel nostalgia of that from 
from TikTok. Mm. TikTok, like they look at TikToks now and they're like, oh, this makes me miss Vine, right? Like, so you already have that sense of yeah, nostalgia a little bit with that type of a thing. I wish I could stop freaking like air burping. It's just making me gassy. Um, but anyway, uh, I think it'll be just like your like prime youth, if you will. That's probably what I'll have like my, my nostalgia about. Like, the days of playing video games with my homies, right? Like, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, it's going to be like... That was my God, next one. Remember when I would sit in my garage and play video games with the boys and, like... Because it's, like, right now what we're doing, like, with this podcast and playing video games with each other and things like that is, like, the equivalent of, like, the sleepovers when you were in elementary school. Which yeah, is something I look back on with nostalgia now, right? Like, so I'm going to... I feel like that's what it is. It's it's these experiences that I'm having physically right now is going to be my nostalgia moments. Yeah. I mean, Carly... Tagged me in a tweet one time, and it was like three dudes laying on their living room floor yeah, with yeah. pizza boxes watching football. And I was like, "Yeah, that would be so sick to do." Like yeah. as adults, we'd just be drunk doing it. It'd be oh, it's kind of weird at the sleepovers too. Anyways, um, don't tell my parents that. Um, let's see what else. Obviously, the the game, the nights with the boys, gaming. That's always going to be you know nostalgic. Thirty years from now, when I'm like. 57 years old still trying to play video games because i'll never i'll never stop i don't think i will either but i think like my ability to do it is going to change so i'll probably play like easy to play rpgs or some shit when i'm less coordinated in my older age i will still play the same type of games we play today just with i will i will cheat at that point i will use hacks to be competitive (laughs) i do not care if you see me playing video games at 58 years old just know i'm cheating i am cheating Dude, this beer is a fucking mess. Have fun with huh? It is common everywhere. Sense. Common sense would dis- would dictate that assholes. I, this always makes me want to like bias towards a bad review too. I'm like, your can sucks because this thing hasn't been shaken. It's been sitting in my fridge for two fucking weeks. How is it doing this? You shook it enough. Clearly, I did not. I didn't shake shit. Carly, uh, Uncle Kyle said the internet. I think we'll. I mean, yeah, we don't know how it's going to change. That's a good um, one. Carly's got a good one there. Because like we are probably gonna live in the lifetime where majority of the vehicles everything's on the road electric, are these. yeah. So like going That'll, to the gas station might yep. not be nostalgic, but it's something you're gonna look back on and be like back in my day, you know that type of thing. Yeah, which you could consider some type of nostalgia, I guess. This reminds me of Blake Bortles' story about why he bought a Tesla. Though he bought go a on. Tesla so he would stop dipping, because every time he'd go to the gas station, he'd just oh, buy yeah. dip, and then he now has a Tesla and still goes to the gas station to buy dip. <laughs> um carly misses her blackberry forever i loved my blackberry i also had a palm trio if you know you know that thing was a hitter and then carly also says non-extreme weather i already am nostalgic for that because i hate it here i was a poor kid so i didn't have fancy phones i had a nokia brick as my first phone ever it was a track phone not even from a reputable company it was a pay-as-you-go phone and then after that i had just like a shitty flip phone that was also pay-as-you-go so I had a Motorola Razor. <clears throat> I never had that one of those, sick. but I was so jealous of everybody that did. Because that was I, the cool thing to have. I, I had a Pantech Duo. Look it up. Slid up and to the right. I had one of the slide up phones at one point in time. I had two, but I broke But it was it. after they were cool. Of course. Because that's how I had to live my life. Um, Always behind the times. I think we'll look on modern television with nostalgia. Nah. I think we'll... You don't think we'll look back in 30 years and be like, do you guys remember watching fucking Game of Thrones every week? Like no, waiting for Sunday? I because I don't think that's going away. I In 30 years, I would be shocked if everything isn't just like insta-dumped. You mean like, oh, are you talking about like waiting for a show? Yeah, like watch, like week waiting, having to wait every Sunday to Dude, watch we're already almost in that. That's like, my we are point. so close to being that already, yeah. Um, yeah, like I like having to wait every Sunday to like, watch The Last of eh, Us. I, I was guess. like, I like I I'd be like, babe, eight o'clock, eight central. That's when The Last of Us comes out. Make sure you're free. Yeah, yeah. I I, I guess I could buy buy into what you're saying there. I'm I'm a little bit hesitant to say that, but uh, I don't think it's going to go back to the way it was. That I do not think. I think people have made up for their. I don't know what the fucking purpose ever was of slow releases anyway, but now they make up with instant releases by having, I guess the anticipation factor, they leave you on a cliffhanger, yeah. maybe they can bring you back, I guess. But I think it's it's a more effective business model to do what they do now because they can sell ads. Yeah. 
right? Like the whole point is advertisements and you can put a lot more ads into streaming services and like Insta releases and Insta dumps than you ever could with commercials. Yeah, not only that, but you're getting more money for them than you ever were before. Probably. Um, Carly says cable television. Violet also says much better to watch it as they come out. Ted Lasso, much more enjoyable waiting weekly. I I agree with to it with it to an extent, but I don't I would think the piss out of that show and still enjoy it. I think the closest thing that we're gonna see to it going back to the way it was is I think more streaming services are going to merge or you can buy packages of like you spend X amount of money, gets you Netflix, Hulu, Paramount, Peacock, you get to like choose a certain number of them, or I, I do think, think it's gonna that, yeah, end up right. in that more than uh, other way. I think if the cable companies were smart, they would be like, you know, switch over to an access point and make deals with things like Netflix and Amazon and like shit like that and be like, I will. Don't say this out loud. You you have a great business idea here. Don't don't waste it on the podcast. It's not going to happen anyway because those guys would hear it and they'd be like, no, fuck you. I want my shit exclusive because um, clean drinking water from the faucet. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, Honestly. Movie theaters is a good one too, Uncle Kyle. Where Carly just got to right there is probably the biggest one. And that is like having access to like water sports. Yep. At like the lake level, right? Not ocean, because you're still probably gonna have ocean, but like lakes and rivers and floating down the river and shit like that. Like there might be a time in thirty years when we when we look back and go or we like are like, yeah, let's go floating and you're like, okay, where's the closest river that still has water? You know what I mean? Like Yeah. Yeah. Uh, one thing I did learn though, we're going to Tahoe for Dane's bachelor party. Yeah. The water in Lake Tahoe is the clearest it's been in forty years. Uh I believe that fun random fact that i learned yeah. on the internet the other day the lake's beautiful you uh, can bundle prime and hbo showtime i i yeah. yes but i think like I, disney the way has, disney has it yeah. because they own every fucking thing yeah so you can get like disney hulu and espn plus yeah and spotify or hulu and no, spotify. spotify hulu and spotify new? have a package they've had a package huh. been around for a while um but yeah That's i think it is it's really good it's a great deal um, I think, yeah, I think a lot of it's just going to be stuff that we, as it was back when we look at what we were on Nostalgic on before, it's just going to be things we kind of took for granted. I think it is the things that we are living in the moment right now. That's the answer, right? Yeah. It's going to be fucking jamming out to my Spotify in my car, like on the way to work. You know, it's going to be the moments when I was hating my commute but i like got to enjoy audiobooks you know it's like right. just stupid shit like that that we just do now in the moment that is we take for granted maybe a little bit and then we're gonna look back on it like oh i miss the days because in 30 years i'm gonna be 60 i'm not gonna be like as mobile so i'll probably look back and be like god do you remember that time we just like took a vacation on a whim and got to go fucking hang out and like run around and do this that and yeah. i don't know this That's is true, Uncle Kyle. Question. Walmart Plus does get you Paramount Plus. I learned that when I was watching the yeah, Country does. Music Awards. Um, I'm going to move this garbage really quick, and then I'll be right back because we're going to switch topics here in a second. So uh, I'm going to talk about a couple other things I'm going to be nostalgic about real quick. Um, TV dinners. I'm already kind of nostalgic about those. There was something nice about being a kid and just throwing them in the microwave, a little kid cuisine. Anything like that I think is going to be gone in the next 30 years. Um, I think dine-in restaurants are going to go away. That's maybe a hot take. I think we're going to be nostalgic about them. I think everything is going to be carry out or delivered to your door. And with that, I kind of think grocery shopping as a whole is also going to go away. So going to throw that in there as well. Hope you guys are liking this week's episode. I love it when Kyle has to clean something up mid-podcast because I rarely had to do it except for the one time where I cut my thumb, but that's a different story. Um the best part is he can't hear me at all. I could completely be talking shit about him, but he has no headphones on, so he has no clue. I've had beers explode now. on me on this podcast before, but never this bad. <laughs> this one was I, was just, I was just talking about how I like it when you have to clean up during the middle of an episode. I'm just not going to fucking leave it there. This one was particularly bad, too. Like, it's fucking everywhere. So, it like, it sprayed up like a fountain, and then it leaked all down the can, too, so there's just beer everywhere. What'd you say well, about me? He shouldn't. Have, he shouldn't have taken his headphones off because now he's never gonna know until this. I, until I remember <laughs> to post this on Spotify. I can't believe you've done this. I can't believe you've done this. All right. What do you got? What Anything the else? Fuck. Rich. Good topic. Uh, what I talked about when you were gone. I think uh, grocery shopping and dine-in restaurants are gonna go away. And I, I think don't think dine-in gonna... will ever go away. 
I think it's going to be almost exclusively delivery services 30 years from now. I don't because people are already getting super frustrated by that business model. Yeah, but those people that are super frustrated by it are going to die out. So No, because I'm frustrated by the business model, right? Yeah, like, well. The, the delivery fee concept and the way that they're exploiting employees, like I don't, I don't think it's a sustainable business model. I really do not. I think the way it's going to shift, though, is everybody that currently works in a store, it's going to shift to warehouse settings with refrigeration units and everything to keep everything stored. And every, everything that they're paying currently for just in-store employees, stockers, delivery, et cetera, it's just going to kind of be lumped into the cost now. And it's just going to be, you know, you're going to pay 30 cents more than you would have for a normal product, but it's going to get delivered to your door. And so that's, I, I, I when I said it, I it when I said it, I said, that's probably a hot take, but that's one that I could see happening. All right. Anyway, Jake, thank you. Good topic. You ready for my last topic? With the of time course I am. Perfect. Now I need to take five seconds to remember what my second topic was because I'm blanking. <laughs> you gotta write it down, son. I already wrote it down. It's in my phone. I just gotta pull it up. I don't know why I'm blanking so hard on this. Uh, this one was mine though. Um, because Carly gave me all of my topics. Ah, yes, here we go. Jake. What's up? When your family talks about you, what story do they always tell when you're in a setting and they go, you know, that one time that Jake, and they have to tell the same story every single time because you know every parent does it. Which fucking one do you want to hear? There's got to be, there's probably a couple, but there's a, there's always one. What is the one story that your parents always it, tell about you or grandparents or whoever your family so grandparents it's always that when i would when i was younger and i would go to their house i was still in diapers and when i would have to take a shit i would go behind the recliner and then i would literally just like squat in the corner like and take a shit in on my the floor diaper, in my diaper. oh i was like oh my god and then if somebody would come over and like look at me or talk to me i'd be like we've won me we've won me <laughs> So that one's a good one. Um, my parents normally try to embarrass me as well, so they always tell the story about how I shit my pants at a Dick's Sporting Goods. That's a good one. Oh, you just reminded me of one of the ones my parents, well, my dad always tells. Yeah, I was I just trusted a fart too much after eating Chipotle. <laughs> I don't think that Chipotle had anything to do with it. I just trusted a fart too much. Yeah. And uh, yeah, had to run to the bathroom, and just I ended up just throwing my underwear away and uh, cleaning up and just walking out with just, just freeballing it, going commando. Since Jake hasn't seen it yet, I'm going to dibs that topic, Uncle Kyle. That one's for me. <clears throat> I've Aha. seen it now. Got him. Uh, anyway, okay, so on one of my... Floor? One of my favorites... Yeah, shit on the floor. I don't or, care. Or Most of the stories that get told about me are, are my dad. I feel like my dad is like one of those... He has to like tell stupid stories, and like he thinks he's embarrassing me, but he's not. Yeah. My mom doesn't really do that as much, but my, my dad does, and there's a couple of them. And one of them is this. One time we were at Texas Roadhouse. I, I'm almost positive it was Texas Roadhouse. And my dad took me and my brother there and probably my stepmom. And we go into the restaurant and I have to go pee, right? Or maybe I had to go shit, I guess. I don't know. I was a little kid. And for whatever reason, I sat on the toilet. I don't know if I was peeing sitting down or if I was taking a shit. Ain't no shame. But my brother decides he wants to go to the bathroom at the same time. And rather than doing his business in a different area, he comes to me and he goes, Hey, I'm going to pee in between your legs. And me being a child at the time, I was like, yeah, okay. that sounds like a great idea. You could definitely make that happen. And he ended up just pissing all over me, apparently. And like we walked back to the table, and I was covered in a urine, apparently. I don't really nice. remember this, but my dad tells this story. Nice. The other one is, uh, well, okay, I'll tell one about my brother, too. But anyway, uh, my dad, he tells this story 100% of the time. If you ever run into my dad, you talk to my dad, and he talks to me. I've probably heard this story, then. He goes... You know, this one time I could have friggin' killed these kids because I had when, so my dad worked third shift and my mom would work in the morning and so they'd swap, you know, obviously back and forth. And so my dad gets back from a third shift and he goes to take a nap and then he always has to tell this and he goes, you know, if there's ever kids that are quiet, it's a bad thing. And he always tells that as part of the story. Yep. And then he goes, so it got really quiet and the quiet is what woke me up from the nap that I was taking while I was supposed to be watching my kids. <laughs> like and so he wakes up. And he looks for us and he finds us and we had taken tomatoes and shaving cream and spread them both all over the walls of our room. So there were nice. just tomatoes and shaving cream everywhere. And then when he did that, apparently, or when he woke up and saw that, 
I guess he literally called my mom and was like, get home now because I'm going to kill these kids. And then he just like love it. plopped us in the bathtub. Uh, so those are like my dad's two favorite stories. Uh, but then the one that he always tells about my brother is we went to a Lebeda, I believe. Is that is Lebeda a still a thing? Lebeda, a I think it's a, I don't know if it's a mattress factory or if it's... Um, I have no idea what you're talking about. Furniture store. It might not even exist anymore. Let me look it up. Lebeda. I don't even know how I would spell that. Mattress. Um, I think it's still yeah, Lebeda mattress factory still exists. Okay, cool. There you go. Um, anyway, so we went to a Lebeda, <laughs> and in this mattress factory at the time, I'm almost, God, I'm almost positive it was a Lebeda. I could be wrong, I guess. Now that I say this out loud, because for it wasn't just a mattress store; it was like a furniture store, and in said furniture store, they also sold toilets. Well, my brother, he had to go to the bathroom. Thought one thought the toilets were real. <laughs> And he did. And instead of going like back in the back to like where a bathroom should be, he straight up just went down the toilet aisle and sat in the aisle and took nice. a shit. And uh, my what parents, an athlete! I have to stop. What Lebeda? 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 Um. And so anyway, my brother took a shit in the Lebeda toilet in the aisle and my parents were like super fucking embarrassed. And I think they like tried to apologize on their way out, but they're like, "We're fucking leaving." <laughs> good that's a it's a classy one i like mm-hmm. that um let's see i know there's more oh my mom always likes to tell the story about how after uh i was coming home from surgery and i really wanted a milkshake a chocolate milkshake which in and of itself is a funny story because i don't even like chocolate milkshakes like that i kept asking her for a milkshake the entire ride home had a milkshake oh, she already bought me one bought me one the <laughs> first time i asked <laughs> was too high on anesthesia and whatever other pills they they gave me. Yeah. That uh yeah, just uh I made my brother uh they like to tell the one about how my brothers and I were wrestling one Christmas day at my grandma's house and I like gator rolled him kind of. And he bounced his head off of a off of a rocking chair that was in my grandparents' house and split his head open. They had to take him to the hospital on Christmas day. Hell yeah. That one's a good one. Every once in a while now that I'm an adult, my parents will tell the story about how my brothers were not nice to me growing up, either of them, but definitely my oldest brother. Not nice. And so I was the youngest brother of three, which made me the test dummy. And my brother was an 80s baby. And so he grew up in the actual generation of test dummies when that was like a thing. Crash test dummies, I mean. And so I was his crash test dummy. And they would do crazy shit like launch me off chairs or whatever, like all sorts of stupid shit. Well, the one that my mom likes to tell the story every once in a while of is my brothers decided, let's try this out. It's in the movies. And they picked me up and hung me on a hook by my underwear. No shit. And I was small enough that the hook didn't break off the wall. I was sitting there hanging off this hook by my underwear. And so I had to just scream until my mom came down to get me off this hook which was not comfortable, and my underwear didn't rip either. Apparently, the Hanes or Fruit of the Loom or whatever the fuck it was at the time was very strong because I sat you hanging to be in a commercial. on that hook um, until my mom came down. So she'll tell that story every once in a while. You'll also occasionally get the story of, uh, there's a story about how I broke into my neighbor's house when I was like two and a half, three years old. Um, I was friends with the girls that lived next door to us, and my mom like was outside with us or with me, and I was just playing in the backyard, and she went inside real quick just mm-hmm. to switch the laundry. And I climbed our fence, jumped from our fence to their fence, climbed down their fence, broke in through their storm doors into their basement, and then like just wandered the house and then found that like the dad in his office and was like, Kinder Girls play. <laughs> and my, he had to like take me back home. My mom's like mm-hmm. losing her shit. Like, where the fuck did my kid go? And he just knocks on the door like holding me and then had to tell the story about how that happened and then there's also one time where uh our in preschool the supervisors left the room and i knew where they hid the cookies so they when they came back into the room i don't know if they just had to go to the bathroom or what but i was on top of the fridge eating (laughs) cookies as like a three again like a three or four year old i literally like i remember distinctly pulling the the drawers out and using the drawers as steps to climb on top of the fridge because it was in the cabinets on the back side of the, like behind above the fridge. Mm-hmm. So I opened that and was just like eating the cookies that we got at, at lunch. That's brilliant. That's a good one. Thrifty I kid. A, I was an athlete. Not as thrifty as an adult. Nope, not at all. 
Uh, I think the only other one was like my grandma will tell the story for whatever reason. She, uh, in her basement, uh, when I was growing up, my grandma had this stair. It was a single stair that went from the basement to like her garage, which was attached to the basement. And she used that as our stage. And she would like have us stand on this stair and like sing songs or whatever and like perform on this stage, like whatever our performance was. And she would videotape it. So there's actual video evidence of this, of like several times of this. If you actually went back, so my grandma will talk about it every once in a while, like the the shows that we would put on the stage yep. in her basement. It's literally like a, a fucking concrete stair. Bro, you're uh, not the only one. I used to do the same shit at my grandma's house. Same kind of thing. She would sit on the porch and we'd stand up, or like she would sit off the porch. We'd be on the porch, yeah. and I'm like, like it was like Lincoln Park Meteora in my in my Walkman. And I'm just like rapping, like I'm yeah. <laughs> Mike Shinoda and Chester Bennington, just like fucking going in as and as Lincoln Park. And she's like, "Oh yeah, you're so great, good job." We might be mis- nostalgic about iPods, by the way. And if like I'm already nostalgic years. about iPods, I feel like we're not really quite there because technically your iPhone is just like an iPod. I guess, but I feel like we're really gonna be nostalgic about the MP3 player generation in like yeah. a few years. Por- portable music that wasn't just our cell phone. Yeah, yeah. You know what anyway. I'm nostalgic about? Brick Breaker. Brick Breaker, yeah. Dude, on like the iPod, the, the wheel. Yeah. Brick Breaker. Yep. For sure. <laughs> yeah, I played that shit a lot. A good one. That's all I really have. We're a little early, but I don't have any good stories. I'm trying to think. That, so. I don't... Yeah, I don't really think I have many more. That's okay. Uh, there was one time where... Out. There's one time where my uh, parents told me not to drive because the weather was really bad, and I put my car in, uh, into a ditch twice in the same day. This is way better fit for the conversation we had two weeks ago when I said those moments that your parents say, I told you so, or they're like, you look back and say, I wish I would listen to my parents. That's one of them. Yeah. Parents know shit sometimes. A little bit. Just a little bit. Sometimes they don't. Sometimes parents say stupid shit, but sometimes they know shit. Yeah. But I put my car into into snow banks twice in the same day, so that was uh, was some talent right there. Nice. Besides that, I think that's really it. I think... Those are most of the like embarrassing stories that they like to tell, and most of the stories they like to tell are embarrassing ones. Yeah. Sick. And then I, I've got to throw in this shot of about Dane, because there was one time where we were doing a first to third drill at baseball practice, and I beat Dane. And my dad likes to bring it up every once in a while because it was the only time I've been fast in my entire life, <laughs> which or isn't true. Dane, I'm very right? fast now, but to be faster than Dane at the time was an accomplishment. So he likes to brag a little bit about that story occasionally. <laughs> Okay, everybody, that was another episode of Two Average Husbands. Thank you for joining us this week. We're a little bit early. Not too bad, though. We fit Probably our topics first in very well. Early episode we've ever ended. That's okay, because I'll talk for a little while here, and we're going to get pretty close to an hour by the end of this. So I like it. Thank you all for joining us for another episode. You can follow Jake on his personal at Perry underscore FF. He's already given you his spiel about his supplement nonsense that he can pay me money for for spewing on our podcast. <laughs> Use code Perry at checkout. <laughs> Uh, you can't follow me anywhere because I don't have social media anymore, but you can follow the podcast at number two ABG husbands on Twitter and on Instagram, and you can follow us on YouTube, hit the like button and the bell thing on YouTube. So you can get reminded of our episodes and join us live. You'll get those reminders of when we're going to go live, which Jake does schedule on YouTube so that you'll know when it's coming. It should be every Wednesday at eight o'clock central time between eight and eight 30. We'll sometimes be we do have somewhere in schedules that get hard. This isn't our full time job. Anyway, you can find us uh, on YouTube live. You can also watch us live on Twitch and on Twitter. You can comment live on Twitch, YouTube, and you can join our Discord, which is available through our link tree on one of the social medias that I mentioned, and you can join the conversation there, should you so choose. If you'd like, and I highly recommend it, you can either join the conversation with us on the podcast if you'd like to and you have a topic that you'd like to talk about or you can give us topic ideas like uncle kyle did today and we will have those conversations if you'd like to hear us talk about something specifically i think that about wraps it up unless i'm missing something other than the fact that you can also if you don't want to watch live you can stream our podcast on eight million different streaming services everything that you need to know about our podcast though is pretty much available in the link tree so just go to one of the social medias hit the link tree and it'll take you everywhere you need to go jake Please close us out and also rate your final beer. The link tree should also be officially in the description of every one of the YouTube videos. So if you at least find us through this, through YouTube, where we are live right now, you should have access to that. Um, But like Kyle said, 
let us know what you want us to talk about. I'm going to create a channel in the Discord, which is exclusively going to be podcast topic ideas. If you want to see us talk about something, drop it in there. One of us will steal it. We'll give you a little thumbs up when we're uh, the week we're talking about it. So throw that in there. We'll put a drink request tab on the Discord as well yeah, if you want right to see now. us try anything. So let us know what you want to see. We create content for ourselves, but also for the people. So let us know what you guys want to see. My final beer, it's a Pilsner. 2.5 feels disrespectful, but it's what I'm going with. It's what you expect out of the category of beer. If you like Pilsners, you will like Goldfinger's Pilsner. Kyle, what is your beer ranked at? Well, guess what, everybody? There is now officially a channel for podcast topic ideas because I'm on top of my shit. Hell yeah. Uh, uh, other than that, my beer was pretty bad. First of all, it exploded. Second of all, the taste isn't that great, and it tastes kind of just like your regular uh, lager, I guess, even though I don't think it was supposed to be. So this one's going to get a 2.25. Respect. That has been another episode of Two Average Husbands. We will see you all in the next episode. And as always, don't forget to tell somebody that you love them.